What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another season of Bourbon and Bets. Uh, glad to be back. Glad to have football back. We gave you a little bit of a preview during the NBA season um, and a familiar face from the NBA season joining me again today. We got Mr. Avery Cunningham. Avery, welcome back to the to the show and to another season of NFL football. My man, Zach, man. Uh, thank you for having me back, man. It's uh, good to be back. Uh, excited for uh, football to start up again. Uh, I know high school started up this weekend, so uh, there's some good games that went on, you know, around the state of Ohio. So just, you know, football, you can just smell it. It's back in the air. It's, you know, it's a great time. Great time to be alive. Yeah, just the weather outside, the way that, like, the sun's starting to set, the smell of the, of the grass, it's, it's definitely football season. It's it's really strange how all those sensory details really kick in this time of year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's innate, man. It's innate. So the other guy joining the show, the guy with quite possibly the best setup for his background, um, joining us from Detroit Lions fan club headquarters, Mr. Timothy Todd. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm, you know, I'm just dropping by to make my one, my yearly visit. Haven't been here a while. Making my video debut, too. I haven't been on camera yet, so. This is the first time that the uh, viewers and listeners get a chance to see your face. So um, it's going to be a, a welcome change from mine, I'm sure. Uh, we've always had Avery here balancing things, but now we got two handsome gentlemen joining me. So, uh, Tim, that uh, what, what's that What's that thing above your head there? Oh, it's a scratch-off for hockey arenas. So my fiance and I are trying to go to all the hockey arenas. And uh, it's been been a struggle the last couple of years with COVID, but uh, I think we're gonna get back to it this year. Yeah, I, I've been to all of them. Big oh, hockey you? guy. Oh, yeah, nice. I've been to all of them twice. Man, see, I just can't keep up with you guys with hockey. It's just it's really not not really much my thing. So perfect. Uh, I'll leave it to the experts, you guys. So appreciate it, Tim. We don't we don't want you. Uh, we don't want amateur amateur input here. Um, <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Well. Uh, it's been a while since we've all met up and uh, had a chance to talk some some football. NFL football is definitely what our main focus is here, but we also have college football right on the horizon as well, uh, with those games actually kicking off before the regular season of the NFL. So uh, we'll have a chance to talk about that a little bit, uh, if you guys want to talk a little bit about that today. But uh, we'll also be talking about it kind of sporadically throughout the season. Uh but to, to kick things off, just want to give everybody an update on sports betting in Ohio. Um, as of right now, uh, the, hard, the hard start date is January 1st of 2023. Um, kind of frustrating that uh, this bill was, was passed you know, so early in the year. Um, and here we are still unable to place sports wagers. Um, with every state surrounding us already already live, already active, some of them for you know the past few years. Um, January 1, you know, so we're going to be able to catch kind of the back end of the playoffs for the NFL. Uh, we'll be able to catch some of the college football bowl games, but uh, I guess silver linings, March Madness rolls around. We'll be able to, to bet on, on all of those games and um, have a little fun with that, you know, get a little skin in the game and, and make these games a lot more exciting. Uh, that being said, um, luckily I have uh, a few a few connections for us in, in those states that already have everything live. Uh, Tim here just actually went out to a concert in Pittsburgh and placed a, a nice how many legs is this parlay? Six leg parlay for me. Um, that's plus fifteen thousand. 
Um, so I'm just going to run through these real quick, and I, I guess this will probably start off our, uh, our, our conversation today. Um, so on this, it's a six-leg parlay. I got AFC South champions, um, Indianapolis Colts. I have the NFC East champions, Philadelphia Eagles, Big Ten champs, Ohio State, OH. IO. NO. Avery, Avery, <laughs> you got it wrong. OH. NO. All right, moving on. Um, Big 12 conference winner, uh, Texas. Pac 12 conference winner, USC. And the American Athletic Conference winner, Cincinnati. So all of them together, like I said, plus a, a little over plus uh, 15,000. Um, any takes there? Any opinions? Man, where are your Panthers in that? You didn't, you didn't bet on the Panthers? Listen, I, so here's the issue is I, I, I think the Panthers are going to win the Super Bowl, but because their, their odds are so bad that it, it made the payout too high for the casino and the casino just didn't want to take that risk. So I forgot when I put that in, it said you couldn't do it. I broke the machine. So, yeah. So that's that the Panthers are game breakers, money makers too. I mean, if if any casino would let me take that bet, we'd all be rich. Avery, you got something to say about that? Well, um, your picks are you know interesting. Um, I was gonna glance over the Panther comment. All right, you you agree, right? Um, nope, I do not agree with that. Um, you know, I do, I'm, I am higher on Baker Mayfield than you know, I would. I would say consensus is. Um, I'm not sure. I don't really know. I mean, I don't really know who's going to be the starting quarterback there. Uh, I think he was just he was just announced starting quarterback. Oh, he was announced. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, so Baker, you know, Sam Dar- Sam Dar- That's so weird. They were like one pick one and pick three in the draft and like in the same draft and they happened to be on the same team man. and and the most interception and most interceptions together one and two since that draft. So yeah, like that that's crazy to me. But you know, hey, whatever the NFL is going to be the NFL. You know, Deshaun Watson happens to come back. You know, the week when they his play his former team. You know. NFL is the best reality TV show of all time. But anyway, um, no, I do not, don't, don't agree with your Panthers. You know, they might finish the last in the – well, Atlanta's in there, so they'll finish third. Um, and as far as your bets go, um, I don't know, man. Um, you know, I, I think the NFC East is going to be a little interesting. Um, you know, obviously there's not been any repeat winners, like, you know, since, you know, what's been 10, 10 20 years or something like that. I can't remember the exact – the exact amount of years, but uh, I think people are sleeping on the Redskins for whatever reason. Well, obviously, the what the who? I'll say the Redskins, <laughs> the, the Commanders. Who? The Commanders. Um, I don't know who the Redskins are either. Uh, you know, my apologies uh, to to everybody <laughs> that may be offended by that. Um, but to the Commanders, um, you know, obviously, you know, you got Carson Wentz as a quarterback, so maybe that's why they're not getting you know a lot of a lot of attention. A lot Definitely of hundred percent that. And uh, I, I just think it just depends on the jump that um, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts takes, uh, Jalen Hurt make, Jalen Hurts make. Um, if he makes that jump, you know, obviously I think they'll be, they should be win the division. But you know, the best quarterback is you know is placed for Dallas Cowboys still. Um, so it's, so I think that that'll be interesting. But I think those three teams will, uh, the Commanders, Eagles, and Cowboys will, uh, you know, will compete for that title and. You know the Giants also made um, a lot of imp- a lot of improvements as well. Um, 
you know, AFC South, you know, I can see the Colts winning it. Um, you know, the Titans, you know, traded away AJ Brown. Um, so that's going, that's going to be huge. Um, and also didn't have, you know, their second, you know, we'll see what Robert Woods, if he comes back healthy, see the type of season Traylon Burks have, but, you know, they still got Derrick Henry and they still got their defense. So you got to give them that. So, so there, there won't be any pushovers, but I can see the, uh, the Colts winning that too. Other than, um, you know, I do see Cincinnati winning the American, um, you, uh, you said that, um, you got Ohio State winning the Big Ten, you know. I can see that happening as well. They got, you know, they got, you know, got guys coming back. Obviously, uh, Stroud, you know, you know, Jackson, uh, Smith, and, and, and Jibba. And Jibba, yeah. And Jibba, thank you. Um, so, yeah, they got they got those guys coming back. Um, so, I can see that happening. So, most most of the picks I agree with is going to be – I think the NFC East is going to be, uh, going to be interesting, though. Okay. Yeah, I mean – NFC East is, I mean, you're right. Every year it's kind of a, a coin flip. And and if I'm not mistaken, the winner last year won it with a losing record. Is it, isn't that right? No, uh, Cowboys. Uh, well, that was uh, two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, two years ago. That's right. Yeah, when, uh, you know, uh, the Washington football team at the time, um, you know, won seven games or something like that. Um, yeah, Dallas won, what, 11-12 or whatever. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that division's interesting. I, the Colts, I think the Colts are in a good spot. Uh, obviously, they're a very talented team, right? One of the most talented running backs in the league. Um, good receiving core. And then you got Matt Ryan in there. And I, I look at the Matt Ryan situation very similar to uh, the Denver situation when, uh, when Peyton went there. Uh, they bring in a, a veteran. What's that look for, Avery? I'm, I'm not comparing Matt Ryan to Peyton. I'm not doing that. Oh, okay. But, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see but, where you're going with it. So. <laughs> but I think they're bringing in a veteran who um, has a great football IQ, uh, who they really just need somebody in there that's going to help them manage. Uh, obviously, they had quite possibly the league's worst quarterback last year, uh, filling that void. Um, so now that they get Matt Ryan in there, they're getting some leadership. They got a good running back. They got a good defense. Um, I think, I think the Colts, this is kind of the, the year that if they're, if they're gonna do it, that this is going to be their year to have a, a, a solid chance at, at winning the Super Bowl. Um, they're not my pick, but I think that talent wise and, and roster roster wise right now, I would say that they, they have a shot. Um, Tim, what are your thoughts? I, I see that situation more like the Phillip river situation with them, where they're bringing in a veteran guy to, that can get the job done. Um, you know, Rivers obviously couldn't get it all the way there. And I think Matt Ryan. It's like a lot of his passes. Just couldn't get him all the way there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You always hating on, on Phillip Rivers. I don't know. I think Matt Ryan is in a better position than Phillip Rivers was with the run game. Pittman should be, you know, what is this, his third year in the NFL now? I think so. Yeah. So, like, he should be on the, on the up. But I don't know. I – I don't think the Colts are good enough to win the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to be they're going to be in the playoffs. I think in a round, and I think they will win that division as well. What do you think about the Eagles' pick? Um, I think if they put everything together the way that it looks on paper, I think they got a real good shot too. Um, Cowboys are going to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys are 
a solid team. So there, it's definitely going to be good competition between those two teams, but I don't see, I know Avery mentioned the commanders, but I don't think it's anything outside of the Cowboys and Eagles in that division. I don't know, man. Commanders underrated, man. Why are they underrated? What, what, what is drawing you to the commanders is, is what I'm interested in. And, and well, I know the answer, but I, I just want you to say it out loud again for the listeners this year about who you're excited to watch on the field for, for the, for the commanders. Well, they got an upgrade in the receiver room. You know, they took uh, Juwan Dotson, um, first-round pick um, out of Penn State. So, he was really solid. Um, they got an upgrade at quarterback. <laughs> they got an upgrade at quarterback. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They Here we go again. Quarterback, Here we go again. What was their quarterback situation last year? That Taylor Heineke at quarterback uh, last year. Um, you know, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Um, you know, not bad. He also beat – he also beat Tom Brady uh, last year, so I mean. So they I mean, went from they went from a D to a D plus in quarterback. Hey, a D to a D plus is still an upgrade to him. I would argue that they went from a D plus to a D because Taylor Heineke didn't sprain both his ankles at the same time. I don't think it has anything to do with um, ability at all, um, but maybe availability. But even you know Carson Wentz also played every game. I think. Yep, he played every game. Um, so. So there was both available. He was just a little less healthy. But like I said, um, you know, those deep the, – the, they'll be able to throw deeper, um, be able to complete – hopefully complete more of those deep passes, you know, outside the numbers, you know, with uh, with uh, Scary Terry and Jawan Dotson and um, the other young receivers that got on the team. Uh, Chase Young should come back this year um, and healthy. You know, they they still got those pieces on the D-line. Um I don't know, man. Um, you know, also drafted a. I think they uh, got a, a linebacker um, this year. Um, you know, last year in the draft, you know, it was pretty solid. The secondary, you know, they got to uh, take another step. Um, but I don't know. I think they're they're a little underrated. Nobody's really talking about them. Let's uh, let me take a look here at what the Commanders' win total is for this year. Five and a half. <laughs> that was, I think it really might be fun. Oh my God. I'm, that wasn't joking. Let me see if I can find it here. No, also, you know. Oh, it's, it's actually eight and a half. Oh, wow. I just disrespected them, I guess. Are, but, yeah. Are we hammering the under? We're, we're going, yeah. Are we going to hammer oh, no. is that, is that the Is that the biggest <laughs> lock of the NFL season? It's the commanders <laughs> under eight and a half wins? We're going to. No. Avery's gonna adjust their their oh the adjusted win total. Hey, hey adjusted win total. Window to the five and a half. So <laughs> we'll go over their adjusted win total. Oh, so that's the sweet spot. We're gonna say they're gonna win six games. Yeah, we'll say six. Oh, I don't know, man. It, it's possible they may win six, but I I'm gonna go. I I'll at least push. I, I like I like to push there. You, you can't know, push eight and a half. Oh, he's, oh, I'm sorry. You stopped just say eight. My you can't, can't push eight and a half. No, we're, gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna. Hey, I'm going to over. Hey. We're going. We're going nine wins for the Commanders this year. They could yeah, they, they could go. They could go eight, eight and one. Yeah, they, they could. However, <laughs> yeah, I don't think could. that's. I Very don't think that pushes. Yeah, but, <laughs> but hey, Carson, Carson will beat the Eagles, or Carson and the Commanders will beat the Eagles at least once this year. So, we're writing going, that we're down. Going, we're going. We're going with. We're going with the over, man. I don't know. But I, there is always a stretch of time where the Eagles don't play well. If the commanders catch them in that time period, they very well could win, could beat the Eagles. Nah, not with Sirianni as the coach. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Sirianni took about eight weeks to finally realize, hey, we could, we actually can run the ball. Like, 
It shouldn't never took that long. He was just planting his seeds and, and waiting for it for him to grow. That's all he was doing. <laughs> oh. He said it in his speech. Oh, my goodness. Planting some I, seeds and waiting for him to grow. It took eight weeks. It's like corn. It just takes a while. Oh, man. This is this is unbelievable. Yeah. This, this will be... This would be a, this is a very wacky division, but we'll we'll see. It's going it's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be closer than people think. So looking at this division, I, I think some of the biggest questions with this division are are running backs, right? Let, let's start with the Commanders. Is Antonio Gibson still the guy there? I feel like there's a lot of question marks in in, in that backfield. I, I mean, you look at what he did. You know, these past couple of years, he, you know. Two, two years straight, I believe he had double-digit touchdowns, and he's been having, uh, you know, uh, problems, you know, holding on to the football. He led, I think, I believe he led the NFL last year with uh, fumbles or fumbles lost, you know, with six or whatever. Then, you know, preseason, he ended up, you know, fumbling, you know, on his second or third carry, whatever it was. Um, and, all, and they drafted, uh, you know, third-round uh, third round running back uh, Brian Robinson uh, from Alabama. You know, they re-signed J.D. McKissick after, after you know, they had to steal him back from, uh, you know, Buffalo. So that, you know, they wouldn't have done that if, they, if he wasn't going to be involved, you know, in the running game. Or not really running game, but, you know, uh, passing. He's like more sort of their passing game back. Um, you know, I think, you know, Antonio's better than uh, Robinson. I think he has a higher ceiling. Uh, Robinson is a solid, solid guy, you know, you, you know, he'll block, you know, he's going to get this tough yards, uh, you know, get goal line carries and whatnot. So that, that would be interesting. You know, also Jared Peterson, uh, Patterson is back there, t- back there too. So, uh, he's going to be fighting for a roster spot as well. Um, undrafted, uh, free agent last year out of Buffalo. Um, so, th- so all those, all those guys are going to have, have a shot, I think, but, um, is that, that running back room will, you know, Will be interesting. Uh, I think um, Antonio Gibson is the guy. He's just got to take the position. If he doesn't take the position, he's gonna he'll lose it. So, gotcha, Tim. What do you what do you think about that I, backfield? I was just gonna say Avery's done his homework on the Commanders, man. I <laughs> I know he, I mean, he knew I was, we were gonna be coming at him. He yeah. knew we were coming at him because of Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Obviously, I know Antonio Gibson, and I did watch because they played the or did they play the Browns or the Panthers? They played the Panthers. Yeah, first, yeah, right. first, first. Yeah, so I watched some of that just to see Baker to come in. I was like, yeah, let me see what Baker can do. And I watched the first quarter, and I saw Robinson run, and that he he's a hard nosed runner. So I think he's going to be definitely involved. I honestly forgot about McKissick. I didn't. I, I feel I like McKissick's been in the league forever. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. think he has been. I don't, I'm not sure how many years he's been in, but it seems like he's always been around. He's already. I mean, he's already a journeyman. He's been with what Seattle, Detroit. Apparently this year he went from Washington to Buffalo back to Washington. I didn't even know. I knew none of that. So, yeah. So I forgot about McKissick, but yeah, McKissick will, I, he'll what run the ball maybe 10 times this year. He'll have more <laughs> catches than he will running, rushing attempts. So. Um, straight draws. Like he's not going to get like affirmation. It's going to be straight draw plays. Yeah. I, and I agree <laughs> with Avery. I think it is Antonio Gibson's spot to lose. And if he, Comes in and does what he's supposed to do. He won't lose it. Yeah. You know, if he's messing around, he's going to lose it. But I think it's his spot to lose for sure. I think also when we're talking about Washington, with all the cultural issues that, that they're going through there, with uh, Dan Snyder holding funds from the rest of the league and all the investigations and everything, I mean, I think they're going to be looking to shake some things up. And with Gibson's fumble issues in the past, I mean, they might just plug Robinson in there and, and see if they can move forward with him and 
we might see Gibson on, on the trade block at, at some point. Um, but uh, moving on to another team in that division, um, let's talk about the Cowboys and Zeke. Is Zeke still somebody, you know, we, we can incorporate some fantasy football in here. Is Zeke still somebody you should target in fantasy football? Or what do you guys think about Tony Pollard and, and what his role is going to be? Are we going to start to see more of a 50-50 share? Or do we think that Tony Pollard is going to start shifting more towards like the majority of, of the touches? Yeah, well, you know, I was going to sorry, go ahead, Tim. Uh, I was just going to say, I, I want to know how injured was Zeke last year like what was the reason for for that last year because you've seen a drop off from Ezekiel Elliott from year one to now like every year there's been a consistent drop from him so I don't know if if Pollard plays the way he did last year he definitely needs to touch the ball more but I just want to know how injured was Zeke last year how hindered was he in his ability to get it done on the field what was his injury last year Oh, I hamstring or something. Yeah. I don't know that he had just, well, I can't remember, but he, I know, I know he missed some games. I drafted him. So I, I know. Um, But I also picked up Tony Pollard who, and and I guess that raises my question as that's what raises this question. Um, Avery, I'm sure you got some insights into this. I'd love to hear what you think. Yeah. Everybody know that uh, Tony Pollard is the best back on that team, Um, but he's not paid like it. So I mean, they're going to try to get some sort of return on investment. Uh, I, you know, Zeke is going to be solid, I guess. Uh, I, somehow I'm not really interested in drafting, like, for my fantasy teams. Uh, I mean, unless it's like I get them out of value. Um, but, you know, w- you know, with the reports of, you know, Tony Pollard uh, potentially getting some um, some reps at slot, you know, he so they may be at the field, on the field at the same time, maybe catching passes or whatnot. He's, he has a skill set to do so as well. Um, I mean, Zeke's a solid option. I'm, I remember the first, you know, uh, Ty, uh, Tim, uh, you know, drafted him uh, last year in our league. He was he was on a trade block after the first after the first game oh. against the against the Bucks after he got stopped like by the on the, on the uh, two yard line. I took it. I almost took those those kicker deals. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I, you know, I think I mean, you know, he'll still perform like you know RB RB one. I, I guess I see him like you know eight hundred yards or something like that. You know, uh, you know. Seven touchdowns, six, seven touchdowns. So you think you think even healthy, fully healthy. I'm sorry, Tim. Um fully healthy. You don't think he's going over a thousand yards this season? No, he he I mean he didn't go over a thousand yards last season. Um, yeah, but he wasn't uh, fully healthy last season either. But I mean, we've been hearing these reports like Zeke's going to come back. We, how how long are we doing this? You know, like he I mean, how long know, do we hear Cowboys fans say this is our year? I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's very it's similar. Just, same thing. So I, I don't, I don't see it. Um, you know, definitely somebody on, on, on the decline, um, you know, w- wish him the best, but yeah, you know, I don't see him going over a thousand yards this year. Is he going to move more to like a third down back role you think to, or like plug him in at the goal line to snake touchdowns? Like, is that going to be? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's going, he's, I mean, I, you know, Zeke is, you know, you know, every down back, he's one of the best blocking backs in the NFL. So we can't take, we can't take that away from him. Um, so he's and he also, you know, still still got solid size, re- really good size. So they'll put put him in on the goal line for those carries. I mean, he probably has that. Maybe that's the only thing he'll have over Tony Pollard as far as like running backs, uh, running back skills go. Um, but outside of that, Tony Pollard is the best back. He just don't have that what six year, five six year, ninety million dollar contract, whatever. Uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott's contract is. So. I don't- 
I'm just you can't justify using him as an every down back with the decline if he continues to decline the way he has. Like, I mean, eventually you're just gonna you're gonna cut well, well, I mean, he's like like I said, he's one of the, he's one of the best blocking backs in the NFL. So when it comes to blitz pickups, you know, you gotta have you gotta have your best guy on the field. I mean, he's not made that necessarily like you know, he he can still catch passes out the backfield. How but many just, points do I get for a good block? You're not gonna get any good points for a good block, but he's that. But he's still gonna be on the field for that. Damn! You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, hey, Avery, I apologize. You were doing real life football analysis, and Tim's over here like, what am I? What is, what's he gonna do for my fantasy? <laughs> that's team? what I'm saying. Well, that's, and that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. last year. That's what I'm. That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> fair, fair enough. But you know, real life, he is a great blocking running back. I got you. I understand. So he will be on field on third downs, like for blitz pickup. Moving on to um, another team in that in that division, is this is my has Miles Sanders lost it? Is Miles Sanders not a starting running back anymore? Yeah, I mean he's still a starting running back. I don't like how, how's he lost it. I mean, he, I mean obviously you know we see his you know when you're doing these fantasy drafts, you know we see his ADP constantly going down for whatever reason. I mean, he's he's still a, he's had a rough year last year. I mean, and not not saying it's his fault either. I mean, there was games where they ran the ball like what he, nine times or something like that. One game. That's that's what I was saying. Like this guy took eight weeks to figure out. Hey, we're a good running football team, and he was also hurt last year too. Yeah, I think they had a in that stretch at the end of the year. He had a couple really good games in that stretch yeah. where they were winning. Um, yeah, went on a win streak, and then he got hurt. I think after that and that kind of slowed him down again but he had a stretch of really good games if he's healthy i think he for sure he, he might be another antonio gibson with some of those running backs on that roster where he's gonna have to take the position but i definitely think he has the skill set to do so and, and uh, who's his backup i can't think of his name it's uh, kenneth gainwell, yeah, I was gonna say gainwell. they might have the like you know, they might have the best running back stable like three-headed monster um you know kenneth gainwell he's i mean he was a rookie last year so he he's going to be looking to you know makes uh, you know make a jump. Hopefully, makes a jump this year. I, you know, I drafted him in you know a couple of of uh, best ball leagues, uh, so hopefully, makes that jump this year. Uh, Boston Scott's still really solid. Uh, you know, my, I think Miles Sanders is somewhat um, underrated. Like, dude's real, dude's pretty explosive. Um, you know, he could do some good things with the a ball in his hand. He just have to have those opportunities to stay healthy. So before we move on to another topic, let's let's talk about um, a, a running back who's just struggled to stay on the field up in, in New York, Saquon Barkley. Do, do you trust Saquon enough to, if, if he's available, let's say second round, do you, do you take a shot on him or, or do you not see that value in, in, in that high of a pick? Tim? Second round. Second round's tough for me. I mean, that's about where he's going. I think, let me look up his average draft position right now. Here's, my problem with Saquon isn't just with Saquon. It's with that team. <laughs> the giants are just not good. So that's going to hurt. Like when we're talking, if we're talking just fantasy and we step out of that real life analysis that Avery just so eloquently gave us, um, the giants are bad and that is going to hurt Saquon Barkley's number. So I don't know if I can trust him second round, I mean, obviously you got to look at who's left and who you think is going to, you know, give you and what, and what you drafted in the first round too. Like if you're desperate and you need a running back, maybe that's, that's the guy you go with just as like uh, you're taking a risk and hoping that he, that he hits you on a big payday, but the giants are just a rough team. <laughs> 
And I think they're going to continue to be a rough team to follow this year. So I don't know that Saquon's going to be able to produce second round numbers for me. So that's, that's my hesitant. That's why I hesitate with him. So average draft position right now, according to fantasypros.com, uh, is 20th. So it's right there at the end of the second round. So late second, early third. Um, does that, does that change it, Tim? Or you, would you take him at 20 or would you still be hesitant? Again, it's going to definitely depend on who's out there. Cause at, you get in these drafts and you do, you do mock drafts and then you get into real drafts. And like, even from my one league to the other league, the draft is different. Right. The way it's set up. But yeah, if he's, if he's the best guy available there, yeah, for sure. I would take, you know, I think that he's worth that risk, but Oh, <laughs> it's definitely one where I'm going to go. Huh, I hate doing this, but give me Saquon, you know? Yeah. So, but yes, I think early third round, I could justify that. Avery. Um, you know, Saquon, you know, we've seen what he can do when, you know, when he's fully healthy, you know, he has, you know, top running back upside. So it just depends, you know, on your risk reward, you know, ratio. Um, he, is he worth, I mean, he's, Good. He's good as a first round pick, you know, if if you're if you're willing to tolerate that, you know, that injury risk, um, you know, somebody like somebody like me, I think there's safe, safer options in the first round, um, you know, that can that can produce. But if you get a fully healthy Saquon and in the second round, like if we see what he what he did, you know, earlier in his career before the injuries mounted up. Sweet Christmas. You know, it's you know, he can. He can really, he can win he can win you a league so it's just something you got to think about it's just it's just um your risk your risk tolerance um, that you that you got to think about um but if you can if you get a healthy Saquon he obviously he has the talent to be a first round first round pick so I mean I think just two years ago he was going number one in most yeah the most yeah, drafts some, yeah so. like you know two three years ago he was going number one number two and you know some drafts you know behind um, Christian McCaffrey so. Yeah, like it's just it's just what your uh, your injury tolerance is, you know, or your risk your risk tolerance is. So, and when you mention injury, Avery, it may when I, if I draft a guy like Saquon, that might change the rest of my draft because I might take an, another running back earlier than I wanted to, just in case. Yeah, just to, yeah. just just try to mitigate that risk, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that's going to change the rest of my draft going, you know, going into those later rounds. So that's that. Again, the hesitancy, that's where I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? Yeah. You, and I've it, got a whole yeah. different setup for the rest of your draft. So, yeah. Yeah. You can do the same thing with Christian McCaffrey. You know, if you draft him, like, are you going to have to draft a run, like another stud running back earlier? I mean, that's, that's just, that's just, well, you know, it just depends how the board plays out. And you got, you obviously, you got to uh, seek value and um, you got to, um, you know, evaluate your, uh, your risk tolerance. So, this all those things are going when you're drafting uh, fantasy football. So. And that's what makes fantasy football the greatest and the worst. All of and the time. worst. <laughs> Last question on this topic, since I, I kind of just want to loop all this together. It comes down to it. You need a running back. Zeke and, and Saquon are available. Who are you taking? Saquon. All day. Yeah, I um, think I would go Saquon as well, just based on the fact that Pollard is in Dallas and he's going to, he's definitely going to take suck up some of those points and Saquon, if Saquon is healthy, he is 100% the guy that's on the field for them. Yeah. You bring up a good point, Tim. Like who's, who's going to be, who is Saquon going to be competing for, for carries as well? Like I don't even know who their backup running back is. If he's, if he's 80% or better, it, there's nobody touching, like even come close. Yeah. To 
like, like I don't, I really don't. I mean, I really don't know who their backup running back is. So, and if it, I mean, and they don't, what fantasy relevance do they have? You know what I'm saying? So that that's something you you got to think about. Like, like I'll take that risk. You know, taking Saquon over Zeke any day. Yeah. Matt Burita. Matt Burita is their backup. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, had well, a huge, yeah. like huge yeah. breakout year in, in San Francisco that yeah. one year, and then injury yeah, happened, yeah, got, and, and yeah, here got we are. traded. Yeah, we never heard from him really again. So. Again, the Giants are so bad that it's just uh, they're making improvements. They they drafted Evan Neal, um, you know, this year. So well, are they are they gonna are they gonna beat out the Commanders for third place in that division? It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, so now, now you got the, the wacky division. Commanders are, are <laughs> last now. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! It, it would last. not surprise me. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going. I'm taking the, you know the Commanders, you know, to be the better team. But well, like, this division, this, it's a weird division, man. You also got to ask how many touchdowns is Kenny Galladay going to catch this year? I caught as many touchdowns as he did last year. So <laughs> rough. Yeah, I mean, but that I, that's dependent on Daniel Jones, right? Yeah. Is Daniel Jones going to make those strides and, and be a good quarterback, or is he still going to be tripping over like the seventeen yard line? I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's, crazy. it's crazy. I loved Galladay in Detroit, and then yeah, then he got that big contract, and he had yeah. Stafford. I mean, if he could, if he could run deep, Stafford could find him. But Daniel Jones is just doesn't have it. So. No. Not like that. It's you know, is he going? Is he going to be the number one receiver this year? That's the question. You know, you got uh oh yeah, because uh, 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 Kadarius Tony, uh, Wandell Robinson. You know, he's 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 really good out of Kentucky. Well, I heard right. Wandell Robinson stepping in and making an impact like instantly. Yeah, yeah so it may help him if he's not the number one receiver. So yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, you know, Kadarius Tony, man. Like you've seen that small sample size. Like nobody. Nobody can really move like that man can. So, like, if if he can stay healthy and get it together, like, he can be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next thing I want to talk about, let's talk about the AFC West. Uh, in my opinion, quite possibly the most talented division in, in football this year. Uh, who do you guys have coming out, you know, winning that division? Avery, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the champs, man, until they're knocked off, man. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of touches from a lot of different guys. You know, if, you know, when it comes to receivers, you know, obviously Travis Kelsey should be the number one, um, the number one option. They're going to have, uh, you know, running back stable, you know, with the uh, C.H., um, you know, Jerry uh, Ron, Yeah, Ronald Jones, that guy. Uh, even <laughs> uh, Isaiah Pacheco, you know, he's been Hold getting- on. What do you what do you have against Ronald Jones? You know, I remember last year. Um, you know, in our in our uh, fantasy league, you know, I was so high on Ronald Jones. I thought he was going to be their starter at uh, Tampa Bay, but you know, one game goes and another game, and this dude's just constantly on the bench. I'm like, well, and then you know, uh, you know, Tim was kind. Um, I'm sorry, Zach was kind enough to trade him to me uh, for um, uh, it was uh, Dak Prescott, um, C H. And Ronald Jones for Alvin Kamara, but yeah, that worked out real well for me. Yeah, that worked out really well for you, right? Um, I got know. somebody else too, right? I, I don't remember who I got, but no, it was no, just it, it was just a three for one trade, three for one. But so I, I don't know. I he he had the ability at USC. Uh, I, I I was really high on the USC. Um, you know, he had a pretty he had a pretty solid uh, year two, uh, year three coming around. Thought he was gonna make the jump. Uh, well, you know, not not really. really. 
he fumbled early in an early like like in like game two or something like that, didn't he? Yeah, some some like, like I mean he was, that was yeah. it. And yeah, Bruce Arians was, ain't putting up with it. Yeah, he he's constantly in the doghouse. Um, for you know, for whatever you know, whether it's fumbling, not running hard, I don't know. But I mean, he has the abilities. I mean, he just has to like you know put something together. I mean, if if it's not in this offense, which offense is it? You know, so so yeah, like you know they. So back to the Chiefs though. Um, you know they they got you know they'll have they have the you know they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore, obviously. So, but they still you know got solid receivers. They don't got that one guy, you know, in the receiver in their receiver room, but you know, they still got Travis Kelsey, they got Juju, they got MVS, um, they got Sky Sky Moore, rookie out of Western Michigan. Uh we'll see, you know, we'll see what we'll see what he can do. But you know, of course are, you know, they're pretty high on him. So I mean it's gonna be uh so until the champs go down, I gotta gotta pick the champs. Yeah. Do you think do you think Juju's going to step in and be able to fill that void that, that Tyreek left? I mean, obviously, they're, they're different players, right? Tyreek's one of the fastest humans on, on, in the NFL and on earth. But Juju, obviously, when, when Juju was on in Pittsburgh, he was, he was a great receiver. It seems like he might bring some more distractions to the team with his, with his TikTok dances and all, all that. Do you think that that's Holy. still going to be an issue? Holy crap. Juju, <laughs> Juju and uh, uh, Cameron Holmes' wife is in the same organization. I didn't even think about Jackson that. Mahomes, they're all down there. Oh, doing Jackson Mahomes too. That's oh, it, my, man. oh, my gosh. That's going to be terrible. But, no, I think, you know, um, you know, after, you know, last year or whatever, you know, I, he, he, he would think, you know, you know, maturation comes in, comes in play at some point. You know, he's, you know, he's only on the way Eight to ten million dollar contract. This dude was at one point a fourteen hundred yard receiver, and he's only getting paid, you know, eight to ten million, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So that has to be some sort of motivation. There's guys with that has that had less numbers than that season that's getting paid more than you. So, I mean, is he going to replace? He's not. Skill sets are different. He's not going to, you know, totally replace Tyreek Hill, but he can, you know, he's going to be the guy, you know, possession receiver. He's going to catch the tough, uh, you know, catch the tough passes in traffic. You know, he's going to be the guy that's going to be in the slot. He's going to make plays, some plays on the outside. He's, you know, he's, he got, he got sneaky speed, not like elite speed, but I mean, he, he can get past you. Um, you know, it's going to be more so MVS, uh, Miko Harmon. Those are going to be guys that are going to stretch the field. Uh, so like, it's just going to be, it's going to come at, it's going to come at different times. Some guys going to have better games, um, you know, going to have better games. Uh, MVS is going to have, you know, that one game, he's going to have four catches, 120 yards and a touchdown. And then the next week, he, he's not going to have zero catches. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, it's, it's going, it's going to have to come. From, the production is going to, have to come from a whole bunch of different people, different weeks. Gotcha. Tim, who are you taking out of that division? I, I have the chiefs with this idea that the Raiders are going to, let's go, Tim are going to put, they're going to push. So I think, you had the Raiders and the and the Chargers last year were pretty much even, right? They played that game to get in the playoffs and it went to overtime and they almost died. <laughs> like that's how close those two teams were last year. And I think the Raiders made improvement like bigger improvements than what the Chargers did. So I think I think you got the I think you got the Chiefs still at number one, but those the Raiders are are up and coming and are gonna push push the chiefs and it's going to make them uncomfortable a little bit I, without having Tyreek Hill, that changes the dynamic of that offense quite a bit. Like Juju is not Tyreek Hill, as you guys just said, 
I think you are going to see with the, with the chiefs, you're going to see some more two tight end sets because they got um, Kelsey and then bell bell is pretty good too. So I think you're going to see him incorporated into the offense more. And instead of them trying to be that speed speedster team, they were last year, they're going to, they're going to change some things up a little bit. Um, Cause they're going to have to, you know, Miko Hardman still is fast, but he's had trouble staying on the field with injuries and things like that too. So that's another question, but I, I still have the chiefs winning that division. Yeah. I don't, I don't even have the chiefs finishing in the top two. Oh man. I think, well, I think the chargers win, win that division. Uh, Tim, I'm with you. I, I do think the Raiders made a lot of improvements. I just think the chargers with what they added on, on defense and with how good their offense is with Justin Herbert, you know, having another year under his belt. Um, I hope they're more consistent this year because the Chargers offense was very inconsistent last year. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of um, analytical play calling also coming from uh, from L.A. that that caused some issues. Um, not calling words, timeouts. Punt the ball. <laughs> punt was the that? Ball. Punt the ball, kick the field goal, man. Like, <laughs> Do something other than what you're doing, right? Hey, um, hey, if, hey but no, they, they definitely made a lot of improvements on defense. J.C. Jackson, uh, Khalil Mack. Khalil yeah, Mack is a huge ad. Yeah, that so that they've been tr- like really focused on like improving that that front seven. Oh, uh, you know, just trying to get bigger, you know, bigger, stronger guys on that on that uh, defensive line and a uh, defensive line and offensive line. So, um, so yeah, if that if I was going to choose the chart, uh, the uh, Chiefs, uh, I was going to choose the Chargers. But uh, it's it's going to be it's I'll, I'll let you finish, but it's going to be uh gonna well, be, it's going to be crazy because there's a lot of people out there too that think Denver is going to be in that mix. And I don't think, I just don't, don't see that, but you know, you never know with Russell Wilson. And I don't, I don't know. I think Denver's offense is what's appealing to people because you have Russell Wilson with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, um, KJ Hamler, my guy that I, I was so high on. If he, if he bounces back from his injury that people are saying he's going to have a huge impact. Um, and then having that backfield with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, um, you know, Melvin Gordon just came out and said that they want Javante Williams to be the guy, which I think he's talented enough to be. But I think Melvin Gordon still has a lot of a lot of juice left in him. Um, so I, I think that everyone's excited for that offense. And Russell Wilson obviously brings a buzz with him. And, I mean, he's great at throwing the deep ball, and that air is a lot thinner up there in, in Denver. So that ball is going to be able to fly a little bit further. Um, but I just don't think Denver has the complete package right now to be able to, to finish it. Um, but – the Chargers, I, I as as we mentioned already, they they made a lot of, of big moves to shore up that defense, and then we flip over to the Raiders. I think the Raiders. What I'm excited about Josh 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 McDaniels and uh, and Derek Carr and seeing what kind what kind of game plan they're able to put together. Yeah, Devontae Adams there now, which um, you know that's what they were missing really last year is is outside of Hunter Renfro and, and Darren Waller like. That, that's a huge addition and and the fact that they played together um in college like this is this is going to be a uh i mean it could be a very scary offense and i know there's a lot of questions around josh jacobs and, and is he on the trade block and why did he play so much but um mcdaniels came out and said that's just how he likes to do it he likes to get his running back some reps now is that coach speak or is that hey we're, we're trying to trying to put him out here and, and, and demo him for everyone else. So everyone can see what he's got and, and maybe get some offers. But I think with Darren Waller also still being one of the elite tight ends in the league, I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. I'm um, high on Derek Carr this year. I know Avery and I had a little back and forth around Derek Carr and, and Marcus Mariota, but 
Uh, no, no, you. This is your fault. You were <laughs> you 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 were thinking that Marcus Mariota is going to take that starting job. I was like, no way. Like Derek Carr is is a great. All right, hold on. Like, Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know, ain't no ain't no way, no way. Look at Marcus Mariota now starting for the Atlanta Falcons, and they'll go three and thirteen, three and fourteen. He won't finish the year as a starter. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see if they go three and fourteen, then they might have to send uh, give give the ropes to uh, Desmond Ritter. So. Yeah, but well, circling I, back around, Tim, what you you had something you want to say? Yeah, I was just gonna say I do, Zach. I don't. I just I think you're just a year ahead. I think this is for sure the turn of that division, and I don't think the Chiefs are gonna win the division as easily as they have in past years. But I still think they're gonna take it this year. But I think this is the start of the turn. Like I. I could definitely see the Chiefs not winning this division. Yeah, but if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs got off to that to the start they did last year, you know it it might it might be somebody else's division. This yeah, year. no, you, you oh, are. Oh yeah, because the 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 division this year is so talented that the Chiefs can't they they can't wait to turn it on. Right, like early right. season people are like, did the Chiefs lose it? And luckily they were able to turn it on. But if, I think if they get in a hole, it with the with how stacked this division is it how stacked this division is this year. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think there's any coming back from it. I think every offense is capable of putting up points on the chiefs. Like any one of those teams can come in and put 30, 40 points up on them. Okay. Hammer yeah. the over every time that someone, someone plays the chiefs. Hey, you I, know what though? Remember that you're the chiefs, the chiefs are the one team that got you. Against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. They lost the us the big boy parlay because they couldn't cover. I think it what was the spread. Six was, and a half. It was like, and they eight. end up getting beat. They lost the game. They yeah, like, they end up just losing the game. It's crazy. Still mad about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. I was pissed too. I was pissed too. I, I think we were all in on it. Anyway, um, let's talk about what's going on down there in Cincinnati, Ohio. Joey B just had a appendectomy. I think he's going to be able to bounce back from that just fine. Um, obviously, you know. I like to say the the Bengals weren't supposed to be in the Super Bowl last year. Everyone says that when you play the game, that's where you're supposed to be. That's where you're going. But beginning of the season, no one would have would have said that the Bengals were going to be there, right? So now that that the, we've seen that the Bengals are very talented, I would argue that they have one of the best receiving trios in the league. Um, Joey B's coming back. He's got a better offensive line. Joe Mixon, you know, is coming off a, a really good year. It is. Is it is it possible that we're going to see a repeat and the Bengals can make it back to the Super Bowl? Um, Avery, I know you're a Bengals fan, so I, I kind of want to hear what your outlook is and um, if you think that, that that performance is going to be um, duplicated this year. It's very possible. Um, see, this is why you got to take, take advantage of your opportunities. Like, you had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl, and, you know, you don't win it, and now the AFC has just got tougher. You know what I'm saying? So, and and your your division is going to be tougher this year. Right. You know, granted, you know the Ravens stay healthy. Um, you know, and uh, if the Brown, you know, the Browns, you know, if they obviously they got 11 games without Deshaun. So, if they, you know, if, if they, you know, if they, you know, if they're solid, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, five and four or five and five, whatever it is, and Deshaun comes back, you know, they they go what eleven, you know, you know, twelve and five or whatever, you know. I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be it's, the division is going to be tough. The Steelers can never count them out. Uh, so it's, it's going to be it's going to be uh, the division is going to be tough for them to win this year. Do they have the the cap- Are they capable of repeating what they did? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, they, I mean, they got better. I think on uh on both sides of the ball, it's you know, it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot tougher. So my, you know, you know, my confidence to say they're going to win the division. Yeah, they're. I mean, they, they definitely have. You know, they're definitely capable of winning the division this year. Definitely capable of representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. But there's also two, two or three. Like you know, anybody can win that division. Then there's about. 10 or 11 teams in the AFC that could, you know, represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. So, and they, I mean, it's not really – it's going to be – it's going to be re- really hard for them. So, but Did the Bengals not seize the opportunity and seize the moment, or was there just a missed offsides call? I, I mean, I think it's just – I mean, it just didn't seize the moment. You know, they're they, – you know, they're up, you know, two – you know, two scores, you know, going into the fourth. You know, they – you know – Obviously, you know, Cooper Cup, you know, Matt Stafford, you know, make, made some great plays down the stretch there. When, you know, when, when the, you know, when the, when the ball was on, the, when it, you know, it was on the line, you know, they made some great plays. I, you know, the refs, you know, the refs start throwing flags in the fourth quarter, you know, during that drive, they went throwing any flags the whole game, whatever. But I mean, that I don't really blame blame that on the refs. I mean, you just, you know, it, at the end of the day, you know, the Rams just made more plays, um, you know, at the end of the game. Um, you know, Aaron Donald got that, got, you know, got that pressure on fourth now, you know, it's fourth, you know, third, third and one, third and short, you got to find a ways to convert that, you know, it is what it is. So here we are. Uh, so here we are. They, I mean, could have, you know, could have a uh, Super Bowl championship in Cincinnati, but, you know, it wasn't meant to be. Tim. Let's talk about your Lions. Well, if you want to comment on the Bengals, you can, but I also want to hear about your Lions. And we have to talk about the Lions. We have to, Tim. They're they're on hard knocks. <laughs> um, what about them? What would you like to know? I, I just want to know how, how you're feeling this year. I mean, when when you look at that division, obviously Aaron Rodgers is still in Green Bay, but he doesn't have Devonte Adams there anymore. Um, he has two very good running backs behind him, but um, you know, I. You know, there, there's reports coming out that he's had to have conversations with those younger receivers already about, like, what expectations are and, and what being a receiver in Green Bay means. Um, and then you look at the Bears. The Bears have a lot of questions also. Um, they're talking about David Montgomery, um, you know, possibly being in a, in a running back battle down there, um, up there, I guess. Depending, I don't know where it is in relation to Green Bay. Um, but then you also uh, – you got the line. What's that? They're both up there. They're both up there, right? That's all that matters. Um, and then you got the Minnesota Vikings who, um, you know, Kirk Cousins, statistically a very good quarterback when it comes to winning games, really questionable. But um, do you think this is the year that the Lions have a chance to to make a little bit of a splash or do you think the Lions are still pretty far away? Um, I, I don't think we're winning our division. by any, Like, I don't even think we're in, in talks for that. I know you've said <laughs> that you think that they have a team that's capable of doing that. I do not believe that yet. We, our defense is still, or their defense, I guess you say, I don't play for the team, but I feel like I'm so invested. I've, I've, I've went through so much with them. You've got 32 years 32, of sorrow. Yeah. Invested oh in yeah, for sure. But their defense is still it. What is going to kill them? I think their offense. I mean, golf has all the pieces he needs right now. I think I, he cannot complain. As if we stay healthy on offense and he doesn't get it done, he's got nobody else to blame but himself. Um, the defense, though, is still still struggling. They're going to give up points. So 
our schedule is very favorable this year. I looked at the schedule and I'm like, man, there's a lot of games. I could see them winning up to like even 10 games. That's not enough to win our division. It's just not. I, Green Bay or Minnesota, one of those two teams is going to win more than that. Um, but they are. I definitely think you're going to see improvements from last year. I like Dan Campbell. I like this coaching staff. I like what they're doing. A lot of energy. I think they're trying to get rid of the bad. And it takes more than one, two years to get rid of all the bad and bring in those guys that want to be there that, you know, are playing hard. And you saw that team was as close to talentless as I've seen in a long time. And those guys, they played. How many games were within seven points? There was quite a few, right? Like seven? No, 10. 10. Last year, 10. So yeah. they, they won three games, obviously. They tied with the Steelers. And then I think there were six more games on top of that that they lost by eight or less points that were one-score games. So they were, they were in games. They just – they got to learn how to finish. The defense has to learn how to tighten up. Um, you know, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about Akuda. I'm really hoping <laughs> – we need secondary. So, God, I hope he doesn't get injured, and I hope he can turn a corner. Um, but, you know, that D-line with Hutchinson and McNeil down there and Harris, I, they got, some, they got some, some good guys, young linebacker linebacking core so they're gonna I mean they're gonna have to figure some things out pretty quick I think it's gonna take a little bit of time but I, I can definitely see them at best winning nine games this year okay so I guess so between your two teams Bengals and Lions who's winning more games the Bengals Not good, even good, an, good answer Tim good well, answer. listen I mean your your division stuff to go back to the Bengals it is very possible you'll see them in the Super Bowl again it's going to, as Avery said, it's going to be tough with the AFC the way it is. And I also think the Steelers are going to surprise some people. Like, you know, people are like, oh, this is going to be their down year. I don't know. The Steelers, they still got good defense. They still got a lot of good, you know, skill position players that can get the job done that can help some of those quarterbacks. Trubisky, he got it I done like in Trubisky. Chicago with Matt Nagy. Like, I think Pittsburgh's a good place for him. So. I don't know, man. I think Kenny, I think Pickett might be, might be the starter this year at some point. Oh, I was going to say, definitely not to start. Like, I, I think – I don't know. He put up a great quarterback rating as the third stringer in a in a preseason game. Obviously, that's a good sign, but he's not going to put up that quarterback rating against number one defenses, especially in that division. I don't know, man. He looks, he looks pretty comfortable at the position, man. Like, he just, I mean, but he has some poise. He, he was pretty decisive, what, what he wanted to do with the ball. I think I it's know, he's got, got some got some sneaky athleticism to him. Like you know, all the all this all the kind of all the skills that um, uh, Trubisky has. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, um, I, I would thought I would I was thinking that Mitch was going to be a starter uh, this year. Um, you know, then this might might be a redshirt year for Kenny, but it, we'll see, man. We'll see. I I think that I think Mitch is going to start. I think that he's our starting quarterback. Not our. I'm not <laughs> far, far from a Steelers fan. <laughs> Um, I am almost positive at the first sign of, of struggle, though, that that town is going to be calling for Ten Kenny Pickett because he's he went to University of Pittsburgh. Um, he's from that area. I mean, eventually, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to, to drown out those those calls for him if if Trubisky does have those struggles. So, um, I think also, as you mentioned, with the uh, with the skill positions, you got George Pickens and you got Najee Harris. I, I think they're a very talented team, as well as reigning defensive player of the year, um, uh, TJ Watt. Yeah. So, oh, we got a special guest. Uh -oh. We have a special guest. 
What's up, Amari? Say hi. Say hi. Say hi, Amari. Hi. She's like, I remember that guy. I met him one time. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I, I'm not into this fantasy talk. Amari, who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? Say Bengals. Say Bengals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandy's talking about say Lions. Oh, hey, let's go, Brandy. Hey, Tim's appreciating that. I love it, but no. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, we've covered a lot. Let's go ahead and wrap it up with two early to tell Super Bowl picks. Who who do you think is going to be representing each side, and who do you think is going to end up being champions? Oh, go ahead, Avery. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, let's go with the Rams and this flip a coin for whoever comes out the AFC, man. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, the Ravens, let's do that. It's random. Okay. It's random. I don't, I really don't know. Like it. As a Bengals fan, are you allowed to pick the Ravens and go to the Super Bowl? Hey, hey, you know. Hey, it's probably not, but I mean, I think they'll. I mean, you know, it's contract year for Lamar. You know, it's got to be healthy. Um, you know, the running backs is healthy this year. Um, you know, the def. I mean, defense is healthy. You know, they they they're going to compete. So, we'll, sure, let's go with the Ravens. I'm I'm sure I'm going. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong. And you know, it's Tim, uh, I'm going to go with. I guess I don't know. I think. Buffalo is going to be able to put it together, maybe, I guess. We'll go Buffalo, and, and I'll go with the Rams. I think the Rams are the, the easy pick in the NFC. Not that it's going to be that easy, but, like, for right now, that they're just the easy pick. And since it is way too early to tell, we'll go with we'll go with the opening Thursday night matchup. Rams-Bills. I'm going – I'm going to go uh, Carolina. Oh, and uh, no, I'm just – <laughs> I was going to say, what's the real – off his own podcast. We're going, uh, we're going to go L.A. and L.A. We're taking the Rams and Chargers. Chargers. I, I think the Chargers, again, um, as I mentioned, I, I think that with their additions on defense, I think that they are – they're going to be a very strong team. I see them winning 13 games this this season. Uh, coming out of that division, too, which is – I know we were talking about how, how tough that division is, but I have them winning 13 games, and I, I'm actually going to put the Chargers um, – as my as my Super Bowl champs, so oh, too wow. too early to sell, too early to to make a concrete pick. But um, you know, we'll see how the rest of pick. preseason plays out. But I'm going to go with the Chargers. If I make some money off that pick, if that were to come true. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, the Bills are going to be uh, should be really good this year. But uh, I know Zach, you're not as high on the Bills this year. I have been very high on the Bills the past three years. I want to say. Um, yeah. With Josh Allen, you know, being there, grittiest player in football, still, still kind of stand by that statement. Um, I just the Bills just you know falling short. I I don't. I and mean, granted, it, it wasn't wasn't their fault, right? Their year. Yeah, yeah it mean, was their fault. It, yeah, they play some defense. <laughs> that I is mean, true. That that, that true. is true. However, that that game went back and forth for like ten possessions, just everyone scoring. So yeah, thirteen seconds, right, to close it out. Make yeah. It Places. So it's not that hard. They they definitely got screwed. You know, we we've had talks in in our in our group chat, and 
I don't want to see it. And and I know Trevor gets so mad at me when I when I say this, but I just think that with how Josh Allen plays the game and, and how physical he is and how gritty he is, historically we see that type of play eventually result in some type of injury. I don't want to see it happen. I don't wish it on him. However, I just feel like if it's gonna happen, this is gonna be the year. If he goes yeah. out, I, I don't it, Case Keenum's is back up this year, right? Yeah. Case Keenum's no not Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. He's no Josh Allen. He's no Josh Allen. So hey, Case uh, Keenum got hey Case Keenum got this Vikings to the uh, NFC Championship at least thirty six years ago. Who did he throw the ball to? Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Oh, oh. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe he can do it. Maybe, maybe, but I doubt it. And the but, fact that you said that on live on a live podcast, hey, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not wishing it on him. I said I don't want to see it happen. You don't put that out in the atmosphere, man. I'm just putting I'm I, I am just saying you know how historically Buffalo, you Buffalo, the city of Buffalo doesn't get a hold of this podcast. Oh, right? they're gonna stack up oh. 500 tables and slam me through all of them. <laughs> um <laughs> start, I, I'm gonna walk outside, there's gonna be a bunch of, of, of buildos in my front yard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's gonna wrap up today's show. Uh, Tim Avery, I appreciate both of you jumping on this morning. Um for the, for the listeners and viewers out there, appreciate you coming back, joining us for another season. Um, this season, we know we're going to make it all the way through. Don't see too many things coming up that's going to going to derail the uh, the show this this season. Um, do us a favor. We're going to be here for you. Uh, we'd appreciate it. You know, if you continue to watch, listen, however you, you take this content in. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and uh, subscribe for us. Uh, turn on notifications if you'd like. Leave a comment if – Anything we said today, um, you know, really, really just struck a nerve with you. Or if you agree with any of it, we'd love to hear some of your picks and takes on what we talked about. Um, same with Facebook. Uh, go ahead and like us, follow us on there. Uh, Instagram as well. Instagram is where we will be posting a lot of our graphics for some of our parlays this year and some of our um, on the rocks picks. Um, reminder that, you know, we do the big boy parlay, which is, you know, risk a little, win a lot, typically like it eight to nine leg parlay. Um, but then we have the on the rocks picks where those are, you know, the games that we have the most confidence in. Um, so we'll be posting those on there. Mostly they'll be on Facebook as well. Um, but we appreciate that. We we'd love to interact with you guys. Um, and, you know, hoping to maybe do some, some on location on site uh, live episodes uh, at some point. I'm um, going to be reaching out to a few of the local distilleries, lo- some of the local sports bars, see if we can get on site there. We've been talking about that for a few years. It's just never, never really panned out. So looking forward to, to what bourbon and bets is going to look like, you know, from this episode to the end of the season. Um, and, you know, we get to wrap up the season with uh, being able to place a lot more wagers because we'll be able to just pull up whatever app we decide to use on our phone and, and place some of those wagers. But um, Tim, any, any closing statements? No, just go Lions, I guess. That's all I got. Appreciate you joining the show today, man. They'll wear me down midseason. So, but no, thanks for having me. As I said, it's been a while. So hopefully I can get into this and do it a little bit more consistently with you guys. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we appreciate you joining. We'd love to have you back. Avery and Amari, any uh, any last minute uh, comments you want to you want to throw in here? Amari, you first. Anything? Anything? Okay, well, maybe maybe later. Um, no, I pre- appreciate you having me on the show, man. Good to see you guys, man, as always. Uh, Tim, real quick, man, um, you got the first pick in our 
in our league draft this year. Oh yeah, we 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 did talk that we were gonna we were gonna be mentioning almost, that. Almost made it through without having to reveal oh. it. <laughs> nope. First overall pick, Bourbon and Bets Fantasy Football League this year. Tim Todd selects. Should I should I just keep it a surprise for later? No. And no. we all know who it's gonna be. Honestly, it's probably Jonathan Taylor. It's hard not to pick Jonathan Taylor, so it's probably gonna be him. Unless I make a last minute change change my mind last minute, but I, it's probably Jonathan not. Taylor. He, I've known Tim, I've known Tim his whole life. He's not changing his mind on that. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, again, I just want to show my gratitude for both of you. Thank you both for jumping on the show. Um, looking forward to the next episode. And uh, next episode, we'll, we'll start making uh, some more like future picks. Talk about some uh, some individual awards, coach of the year, rookie of the year, defensive player year, different things like that. Um, and then we'll have some more solid Super Bowl picks. Uh, and then we'll be looking forward to um, uh making some picks for week one. So again, everyone, thanks for tuning in, listening, watching, however you're taking this in, and we will talk to you on the next one.